I've heard of third edition. Dungeons Where? and Dragons. I've heard you do different checks. Yeah, corn checks, rice checks. Oh, yeah. Wheat yeah, checks. Yeah. Wheat checks the is the one. best one. Blah. Disagree. Corn checks is by far corn and away checks. the best one. Yes. What about rice checks? Rice, rice checks can go like fuck right off. Rice checks is only good if you put sugar on it. Holy shit, this is what and the vibes is? it's like rice krispies. <laughs> Podcast is over, guys. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band out on tour solving mysteries. I'm Clifton, and I'll be your guest DM. Hey there, I'm Emily, and I'm playing Kemen, a fearbog hippie and bass player in the band Dreamlancer. He's wearing a sweet leather vest with long chevron fringe, an olive green bandana, and Birkenstocks. No shirt, though, as long as Clifton says his aesthetic won't make him freeze to death. Hi, I'm Brayton, and I'm playing Staff, who is a changeling, who's playing Scrapper, who is a shifter guitar player in the band Dream Lancer. Don't worry, we get confused, too. Maybe one day, Staff will be discovered by the other band members, and we won't have to do this anymore. Hey there, I'm Nora, and I'm playing Windy Snowy Mountains, the fluffiest best snow-catching snow leopard tabaxi bard you've ever met. Wendy's excited to put her imp plushie to good use training Lars, and she's also got a brand new pretty necklace that she's excited to show off. Blue compliments her white fur. She's also super excited to travel in the snow. Hi, I'm Ed, and I'm playing Lars, the dog-sized gerbil. Lars used to be an elephant-sized gerbil until Dreamlancer shrunk him down to dog-sized, and uh, they took him in as a pet and travel around with Lars. They made him their drummer in their band, so he now drums for Dream Lancer. And also, he at some point picked up a spinner top rainbow colored hat that gives him the ability to speak. But turns out he's just not that bright, so he doesn't have much to talk about. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, the gang came to the mining town of Miradun, but the workers of the town were very unenthusiastic about going to a rock and roll show as long as their labor dispute remains unresolved. Dreamlancer has decided to arbitrate the discussion. We join them as they head to the manor of the owner of the mine, Robert Barron. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. So, uh, I was going to tell you whether or not the word is arbiter. We're arbitrator, and the word is arbiter. So we are the arbiters. Or we are biters. That's just Lars. I am the arbiter. Okay. We go up to the manor. You walk up the steps to the manor. How many steps are there? Because whenever you first said that it was like on the on a hill, I imagined that it had a lot of steps. It was on a bluff. Yeah. A bluff's kind of like a kind of hill. I just wanted it's to It's a clarify. hill with, with more straight parts that go up and down. Cliffs? It's, no, it's not a whole cliff. Clear. I'm going to say it's um, 20. Oh, that's not as many as I thought. Next, yeah, yeah. It, next it, question. It just overlooks. But they're like, like, they can't be tall steps because they're short. What's say? the height of each step, I was going to say? Yeah. yeah. Look, they, they called it a bluff. Uh, no, I called it a bluff. Fuck. I take them three at a time. I was describing it from the point of view of a dwarf. Uh, okay. Okay. In front of the manor, there are two guards at the doors. They say, halt, Travelers. State your business. I give a salute and a head up nod. If we're saluting, I stand at attention and salute also. I try to give one of them a fist bump. Which one? The one on the left. He looks more trustworthy. Sure. Uh, He accepts the fist bump. Oh, yeah. State your business. I announce, we are here on official town business. We've been given a list of demands to deliver to the Lord of the Manor on behalf of the townspeople, but we're a neutral party. Wendy. You have to say, we Arbiters 3, and then say that. We Arbiters 3 are here to deliver the town's demands. Now you've come from Janice. Indeed. Please come in. You can wait in the foyer. In the foyer? No. No, this is ordinary. Janice like the god? Of madness and chaos? No, not the two-faced god that I only know because I played Goldeneye. Wow. All right, in the foyer, I pull out my hacky sack. Okay. Um, I start carving a middle finger into something. <laughs> I want to 
look around and see how nice it looks. Okay, uh, do me a quick perception. 14. The manor is somewhat large. In the foyer, you can see straight ahead of you, there's a set of steps that curves to the right and goes up to the second floor. To your right, there is a wall that goes about a third of the way back and then a hallway. On the other side of that hallway, there is a um, bit of an L-shaped on that wall and behind the stairs underneath them, there's a door. To your left, there is a set of double doors along that wall and then it ends just after that, but the uh, building continues further back. You can tell because you were outside of it and know how deep the building is. And then that connects behind the uh, stairs. What kind of decoration scheme is this manor going with? Like gothic, country, town? What are other decoration styles? Dwarven. Well, I mean, Dor- Dwarven is generally art deco. So does that mean there's a lot of really big statues of imposing looking dwarves and like a lot of axes on the walls? Uh, there are axes on the walls by the uh, the sconces with the flame in them. Oh, so there's it's not like electric; it's like fire, yeah, like lights, yeah, fire lights. Yeah, we're out in the, we're out in the sticks doors? out here. Are the double doors like do they have windows in them, or are they solid doors, or are they western style doors that uh, are gonna do that cool noise when they flop back? They're solid. Dang. Sorry. Um. The guard says to you, wait here. I will fetch the Robert Baron. Did he say Robert Baron? That's what I heard. So he goes up the stairs and disappears from your sight. Uh, actually, to include something else that you can see, you can see up to upstairs, there's a railing goes in an L shape uh, around where these stairs lead up to. Like there's an overlook on the second floor where you can like see down into the first floor? Yes. A mezzanine? Okay. A mezzanine is a half level. This is more like a balcony. I feel like before I ever participated in a podcast, I should have taken an architecture course because... You don't know what Art Deco means? Oh, it's like the Empire State Building. (laughs) There's still time, you know? I know. You know in Chicago, that one building's Art Deco. The Chrysler Building. Maybe I should should take one at The Willis Building. Yeah, the Willis Building. The Willis Tower. Tower. No, that's not. It was the Willis Tower. Is it still? Or did it go back to being the Sears Tower? I think no, it's I still know. the Willis Tower. When I, I went there, Sears Tower is that's what she's talking yeah, about. When I went okay. there, it was the Sears Tower, and then I came back the next weekend, and it was now the Willis Tower. <laughs> Which is quick work. They tore down on the tallest tower in the world. It was not, not the true. Tower it's still not the tallest tallest tower in the world. No, they're way more taller. Yeah, than way. Was it at one time? I think the Probably. CL Tower for like a week. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Was it the one that was like it was like uh, there was something else also in construction at the time? I think the CL Tower in uh, Toronto is the current largest, tallest building in uh, North America. But I could be wrong about that. Okay. See, you know about architecture. Do I? Here's the thing. We exist in an audio medium, and we have to be able to know, like, building layouts and stuff. And it's, like, good to be able to understand what it looks like. And I don't feel like my brain functions very good that way in in any case, like I'm very bad at imagining 3D spaces. And I want to just come clean and say something. I was not drawing what the carving of the middle finger I was designing looked like. So I got all the details of the thing. But I just want to recap them for Nora. There's a set of stairs on the right side of the room that goes up to a mezzanine. That's not a mezzanine because it's just a half. It's like a hallway, like a lifted hallway, not a mezzanine because it's too short. And then there's double doors in the left wall. And then there's doors that go all the way back. The stairs are right ahead of you, and they lead up to the right. Nora, I want to tell you that this list of tallest buildings in North America on Wikipedia says that the number one is One World Trade Center. But for some reason, it has the CN Tower listed as the nothingest. What? Which is it's apparently taller, but it doesn't count as a building? I don't know why they have a number smaller than one on this list. I don't know either. So go to Wikipedia and complain. This is a total aside, but that tower is really cool because it was uh, it's concrete and they poured it as they went. So they just had this structure that like sat around the tower while they poured the concrete and they went up and up and up. And it's, I thought that was really cool. So I think arguably One World Trade Center is the tallest building in North America and the CN Tower is just taller, but it's not the tallest building. It's just taller. That's okay. too bad for them. Okay. After a couple minutes, you see from uh, above coming out of doors on the left-hand side of the second floor. A human. A human? Who, man? I cover up my carving. Is there, I think it's in like a table. Is there like a little wait, like a little circular table for waiting at? Yeah, like uh, you can put your keys on. 
Yeah. As you come in. Yeah, yeah. I cover it with something. Maybe like there's a coaster. Is there a coaster? Yeah. Yeah. I cover with a coaster. So uh, there's also like ashtrays. Oh yeah, I cover with an ashtray. Wait, like a glass ashtray? You can see it through it. (laughs) It's like slightly colored. Wait, yeah. What's the material? It's like like tinted glass. Like you can't tell if it was meant to be that color or if it's just the tar from all the years of cigarettes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, put that over it. Yeah. Okay, this human is dressed in a gray dress shirt with a burgundy vest and gray slacks. Is this human a male or a female? He's a male. I haven't named anyone in my any women in my campaign, Robert. So I think you're fine. Yet, okay. <laughs> yet. Is this person wearing shoes? You would assume. Can't tell. But yet. you can't tell because he's above you. Is he wearing a hat? No. Scarf. No. Pocket square. No. Rings. Ascot. Mm. Who's Scott? What color ascot? Apricot. Whoa. What's my general impression of his fashion choice? Does he look like a hipster? Does he look like young and hip and cool? He he looks like he buys expensive things but doesn't necessarily have any taste. Yeah, I can tell because he's wearing an apricot fucking ascot with a fucking gray gray shirt and 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 pants. Yeah. Yeah, also I decided his gray shirt was G-R-E-Y and his gray pants were G-R-A-Y. That's for sure. Wow. He agrees with you. Okay. Is there wallpaper in this room? Um, yeah. What color is his top hat? He doesn't have one. What color is his hair? Uh, gray. He's balding a little bit on the top. Okay, and what color is his skin? I don't know, like somewhat tan. Okay, does he wear a beard? A mustache? No. He has... A, uh, a mustache. Glasses? No. Please describe the shape of his mustache. Or if you want, I can list shapes and you can tell me when we hit it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fairly bushy and only extends to just past the edges of his mouth. So like, like a dad, Like a dad look. Like Tom Selleck? Yeah, Tom Selleck. It, All right. Is he going to say hi to us? Um, he's going to walk down the stairs first. Okay. I guess that's fine. So he walks down the stairs and says... Hello, who might you be? We're Dreamland. We are Arbiters, Arbiters Three. You have man. to say we Arbiters Three. So we're we here. Yeah. All right. One, two, three. We, we Arbiters Three come to talk to thee in the name of arbitration. I didn't know we were adding that part on the end. I don't know. I'm just trying to sound official. Okay. Yeah, man. He looks at you slightly annoyed and says, "Which one of you is in charge here?" Touch my nose. It's me. He actually goes to you because you touch your nose. Damn it. He doesn't understand social mores. Mr. Baron, we understand that there's quite a bit of upset in this town, and the people who work in your mines are hoping to renegotiate their contract and enter into a collective bargaining unit. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, I say. Well... I used to I used to agree with you and then are there any like is there like are there cigars or anything around or that I can like take advantage of? I has got one in his pocket, but uh you can try. I'm not gonna take that. If he had two, I'd take one, I think. I'm just trying to look sophisticated. Maybe there's a brandy snifter or something. It's a dry town, man. Yeah, but do you think that the guy in charge of the town follows the rules of the town? I don't know. He's gotta keep up appearances in the public part. Go to his room, maybe he has one. I look around and I see nothing. And then I just continue and I say, I find through many arbitrations, which we Arbiters 3 have been in charge of, that it's best to hear out the other side before you start throwing around words like ridiculous. And then I fold my arms and look tough. Well, then I'll introduce you to the other side. Follow me. All right. And he goes up the stairs. That's a good play. We follow him. Are these stairs human height stairs, dwarf height stairs, fearwolg height stairs? You mean the distance between each stair? Uh-huh. Probably human height, The right? rise of the stairs? Yeah, they're normal human walking up. How tall are they in ordinary inches? 11. Okay. Wow. I don't know if that's bad that's or not. That's not yeah. normal. It's like <laughs> seven or eight normally. No, these are ordinary inches. They're not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're Look, different. Ordinary, ordinary inches. humans might be taller. You don't know. Um, okay. So he takes you towards the room that he came out of and says, uh, brace yourself. And he opens the door and walks through. I brace myself against the nearest doorway I can find. I stand there with my arms folded. I'll go through. Okay, make a wisdom save. I got a three. Uh, You become frightened and run backwards at frightened speed out of the door. Does he know what he saw that made him become frightened? So beyond the door in the room, 
is what can only be described as one of the most horrifying creatures you've ever seen. So it's got six arms with claw-like fingers, and all throughout its arms and body are interwoven spikes and chains and bits of metal. Its face is kind of spiky, and it's got its eyelids just pulled back and nailed into its face. It also has a mandible-type mouth, and there's a hole in it towards its abdomen, and inside you can see different gears whirring inside and chains kind of falling out and stuff. He also has a couple whips. Uh, so I run away from him, I guess, right? That's yeah, what yeah, fear that's makes what me fear do. does. I scream. You run at your full run distance for one turn, right? Yeah, which is 40. No, it's so fear. I just want to not get it twisted based on the rules as written. So fear and what happens after that spell we all cast all the time, dissonant whispers are different mm. slightly in a syntactic way. So as long as I'm f- afraid, affected by the fear effect, I move as far away as I can and you just keep going. And then you generally you get to save against that affect every combat turn. So we're going to say every time you get however many feet away. Yeah, my movement speed is 40. Okay, so you're booking it back down the stairs is what I'm hearing. You also don't have to use your action. You just have to use your movement to move, right? You can still take an action. Yeah, but you can't attack the thing you're afraid of. But you don't have to use your action to dash. But you don't have to use your action to dash. I don't. Can think. I ask a clarifying question? Mm-hmm. When a character is scared in this way, do they run away and they scream like they're afraid? Not necessarily. Depends on yeah, the character. It depends on if you're a person who screams when you're afraid or if you're a person who just prioritizes getting away. Mm-hmm. The scrapper scream while running away. Yeah, scrapper screams while running away. The thing about staff is fully devoted to the character. So but maybe a different character would, who's more stoic, even when afraid, would not scream. Okay. And it's a deep philosophical question if staff has a personality on their own. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Scrapper runs away and screams like, we got to get out of here and jumps down the steps like four at a time. Robert turns and says, the weak will to have that effect in the presence of this creature. Uh, uh, what creature, man? This is a devil. There's a devil in there? There is a devil in here. What kind of devil? Some call him a castigas. I'm just saying, like, in devil terminology, that seems the least descriptive because the other devils that we've met, like, the bone devil was real into bones, and the chain devil is real into chains. That's his name. It's not his name. Acastagas? That's what kind he is. Yeah, it's his Acastagas? Some others would call him an automata. Oh, okay. I pull out my pamphlet and flip through it, and I look for either of those terms. All right, roll an investigation. I would have liked to investigate with her on my pamphlet, which is identical. Okay. With Kemen. Five. You don't find anything. Thirteen. You don't find anything. I'm like, Wendy, it's not in here. This pamphlet is whack. I stick it back in my pants. Stupid commission people. They don't even cover all the types. Well, uh, why do you why do you have a devil like in your house or whatever? Well, he's kind of in charge here. In charge of you? Yes. Are you in charge, and I do air quotes, of the operations around here? He does air quotes back. Yes. Does other people know that you're, air quotes, in charge? He doesn't do the air quotes, but says yes. When did this guy show up? Like, has he always been here? In the invasion. Yes, in the invasion. That was just over eight weeks ago. He's part of this whole thing, Wendy. How come you just didn't tell him to, like, pack up and leave? You haven't seen him yet. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to see him. Sounds scary. How come you could go in and out, but Scrapper's all, like, pissing her pants down the stairs? I feel like I, I, feel I like ran you can out roll the front another, door. You can roll another save here. <laughs> I rolled a one. Okay, <laughs> you keep going. Hey, it's a natural one, so it's a two. Keep going. Okay. I just ran out the front door, and I'm just gone. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, Winnie, you want to stay here, and I'll go get Scrapper? Or do you want to go get Scrapper, and I'll stay here? I'll dash after Scrapper and get her. Bring her back. Good luck. I got a head start. Way head start. All right. I take uh, Robert by the, the arm around the shoulder move, and I like, I'm like, come come here. And I start walking down the stairs. 
he he hesitates for a second, but he he feels your pull, and the fact that you're somewhat larger than him reluctantly uh, allows you to move him. All right, cool. We go down the stairs, and I take him outside to the front of the house, and I whisper to him, "I'm like, hey, can that guy hear you? Whenever we're talking down here, I don't think so. Do you think he's like controlling your thoughts, or does he just terrify you into like ruling a certain way?" I think he's just really scary. How come you're not running away? Like I said, some people don't have the fortitude to withstand his presence. Do you need some help? I may have a plan. Let's go somewhere else and talk about your plan. I can't be gone too long. How long is too long? Ten minutes, at most. Sick. Are you fast at running? I'm normal at running. Okay, I run down the stairs, just so that we're farther from the house. All right, we do a little runzo. Okay, now tell, tell me what your plan is. I've been studying a way to bind the devil. Tell if me we, more, man. We'll take him into the mine. In the grand chamber, we can set up a binding ritual. What do you need for that, man? Well, it's almost set up. All I need is a way to get the devil there. What's he into? Well, that's the thing. The only thing he's really into is keeping his job. He kind of just got promoted. To what? To automata. Well, what was he before? I, I think a, a chain devil. So did he look different before? I mean, I didn't see him, but I assume it's not like we he piled around. He showed up here already looking that way. Yes. Okay. Do you know his name? No. They, they're kind of secretive about that. You wearing a name tag? Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to make some rules like... If you're going to be in charge around here, you got to start wearing name tags and then just, like, start making everyone wear a name tag. I don't think he'll fall for it. Dang. Okay, okay, okay. So we got to figure out what he's into and lure him there? I think so. Okay. Well, I'll get my pals. We'll figure out something. Um, I might come talk to you later. All right. You should probably go. He nods to you and turns around and runs off. I look for my friends. I have a point of clarification about my previous point of clarification. Okay. Uh, it turns out that rules is written. I was wrong because fear just means you can't move towards them. That's the big, see how it's really different. Mm. I said it was just kind of different. Um, and then you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rules against them. So as soon as I left his line of sight, you should have been able to stop if you wanted to. Yeah. All right. Are you just going to role play that you ran the fuck away? I ran away, but maybe outside, like at the bottom of the 20 stairs, Mm. I stopped. All right. So I can catch up to him? Yep. Okay. I catch up to Scrabber and go, Scrabber, what scared you so bad? Uh, Wendy, I know a lot of times I joke around. There's literally a clock devil up there. Are you afraid of time? No, he has a abdominal hole with clock pieces in it, Wendy. I'm just going to say we're all going to die someday. I grab Wendy's shoulders and I shake her a little bit. I say, Wendy, I don't think you're fucking listening to me. It's got six arms, like a clock that has a second hand... And a date, like a month. and It's got six arms with claws. <laughs> Terrifying. Chains everywhere. Its mouth is like that of a large beetle. Or uh, Umber Hulk or something. And I swear to God, if we don't get out of this town, we're all going to die. I give Scrapper a hug. Forcibly. It can't close its eyes either. I still give Scrapper a hug forcibly. I'm like squirming and angry, but I'll calm down. And then I tell Scrabber to do deep breathing exercises. In through the nose, out through the mouth. You do deep breathing exercises. I will, with you. We'll do it together. Because we're a team. I just don't like it. I know, I know. It's okay. And I pat Scrabber on the back. Okay. Hey guys, it's your favorite DM, Ed. Brayton's sticking me with his mid-reel again. That son of a bitch. Um, I just wanted to remind everyone that... It's really important to go to all of our social media outlets and like us because we like to be liked by everybody and it really makes us feel special. And I also wanted to remind everyone we have a Redbubble store where you can buy sweet Bardic Mystery stuff like mugs or tapestries or pillowcases. I don't know if those are on there, but... Also remember to listen to our music on Spotify and Bandcamp because our music is the best music in the world. So if you don't listen to it, then we aren't, we're not friends anymore. All right. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You're our favorite people ever. 
and uh, let's just get back to the action. BardicMysterytour.com. All right, we're going back to Lars. Lars, what are you up to? Uh, I'm tired of chewing on stuff. I'm going to leave. Okay. How do you leave, seeing as you're currently uh, still tied to a post? Well, first I'll try to walk away. Okay. Uh, roll a strength check. This 13 looks like an 8. I got a 12. Okay, you, you, you walk away, and you feel it tug tight, the rope tug tight against you. And you can feel the wood move a little bit, but nothing happens, except for you getting jerked back. I'm like, oh, yeah, and then I'm going to untie the knot. How are you going to untie the knot? I'm going to use my teeth and my not untying dexterity skills. All right, roll me the dexterity check. 16. Okay, you are able to loosen the knot with your teeth, uh, but not all the way. So you're still kind of connected. But which knot is it? The one on the rope collar no. or the knot? No, the one on the, the post. It can't be the one on his collar because then you can't do that. Your focus it's physically un- impossible. Okay. You try and chew something that's around your neck. Fair point. Brain will just use his extendo tongue mouth. Yeah, I got weird mandibles. Uh, I will continue trying to untie the knot. Are you saying that I don't get to do that? No, you can do that. Well, it's only an eight. All right, nothing changes. All right, I'll yank on it with my strength. Okay. I got a nine. All right, you yank on it just right that since you loosened the knot, it slips out. I say, ha ha, and I begin running as fast as I can. Okay. Do you want me to, like, roll to determine a direction? Well, I mean, there's still in the stable and out of the stable are your only two directions, really. All right. Evens is still in the stable. Odds is out of the stable. Evens. All right, I'm going to run back to where the horses are. Okay. All the way to the back wall. Did you say the window that that person was in was at the back wall? Yeah. I'm going to run all the way back there. Okay. Are there any crates or anything near the window? Uh, yeah, there's a pile of crates and uh, there's a ladder leaning up against the wall. Does the ladder go to the window? It's beside the window. Um, are the crates under the window? Yes. How far is it from the top crate to the window? Four feet. I'll run up on the crates and I'll try to jump through the window. Um, quick point of clarification. These windows are like a foot tall. They're like slats to let light in. Son of a bee. So you can try that. All right. Definitely. I'll try a dexterity check or a... Yeah, uh, it's dexterity. 16. Uh, sure. Why not? Uh, you take a running jump up to the window from the crate and you get half of your body through. Nice. And you're kind of a little bit stuck. Um, all right. What do I see outside? In the distance, you can see the entrance to the mine. You can see to your left the big building, that uh, the warehouse building. And then to the right is the uh, town center. And you can also see one guy disappearing from around the side of the warehouse. Is it a dwarf? No. What? Um, I'm going to yelp. Okay. You, you yelp. I don't know what a gerbil yelp sounds like. It might be like this. All right. Anything else? I guess I'll wiggle and try to get the rest of my ass through this hole. All right. I'm going to roll an ass wiggle check. I'm going to add my dexterity. Okay, that sounds good. 20. You fall free to the other side. Do a bit of a a somersault when you hit the ground. Yeah, I'm going to dart toward the mine as fast as I can. Okay, what's your uh, run speed? Let me check my character (laughs) sheet real quick. It's got to be similar to, it's got to be around 30, right? I think it should be more than that because you're quadrupedal. Dogs are faster than humans. Yeah, but dogs are faster than gerbils too. But you're a dog-sized gerbil. Just write down 40 and then tell Cliff that and then see what he says. So dogs got like long, like when you're talking about dog, you're not talking about like a labradoodle. You're talking about like a terrier or something, right? It's got like long, like running legs, like or like a greyhound. Are you saying this like a labradoodle isn't, isn't like that? Regular height. They're yeah. big. Also, do you know how big a terrier is? Little. Yeah. What the fuck's a labradoodle? It's They're half big poodle and, and half Labrador and retriever. Curly. Retrievers run and get things. Yeah. And terriers are small dogs. I was uh, it's say, not like a terrier. I was going to say like it's a more golden like a lab- retriever. Like a golden retriever size. <laughs> but I'm saying I got short stumpy legs. You're like a uh, dachshund. Okay, so look up how fast a bunny can go. Multiply it by... I've got rabbit legs. Ten and then... Subtract five. I, I feel like that's going to give you an astronomical number. I think this is a better approach. Isn't Lars supposed to be Great Dane sized? I believe so. Uh huh. Sure. So think of a dog that's a Great Dane sized dog, but its legs are like 
the same ratio as like gerbil legs are to gerbil bodies. Yeah, like a mouse kind of. We're, we put you on a diet. No, Come I on, man. Mouse have like big old lanky legs. No. Yeah, mouse have those big jumping legs, dude. Also, do you think mouse, mouse is the plural of <laughs> of oh. mouse? <laughs> it might be. Moose is the plural of moose. I think it's meese. No, that's the plural of mooses. A gerbil can travel at speeds of up to four miles per hour. That's baller. And you're just right, kind of fast. Now, translate that into six seconds. Well, people can only run like 20 or 25 miles an hour. A golden retriever can run about 35 miles per hour. So you do the math. I don't know. Did you just say 20 or 25 miles per hour? Yeah, for humans? Humans cannot run 20 miles yeah. an hour. Yeah, 100% they can. No, they can't because they run a marathon in an hour. And a marathon is 26.2. Okay. Do you There's run an entire marathon at sprinting speed? Between sprinting. No, I don't, but the first place guy does. I think he runs at a marathon speed. So, so uh, I just said a, a golden retriever can run 35. It says a dachshund, which is short, stubby legs, can do 15 to 20 miles per Why hour. Why don't you see the movement speed of a wolf in Dungeons and Dragons? A human can run about 13 miles an hour. You think a gerbil hour. can run as fast as a wolf? You if think a wolf-sized gerbil can run as fast as a wolf? Well, dogs don't exist is why I said wolf. Right. But 10 miles an hour. Wait, dogs don't exist? No, not, not, in not in the monster what manual. The f- <laughs> Damn you, Gygax. What about the sparkle dogs? Sparkle dogs. Blink dogs? Blink dogs. <laughs> They're not dogs. They're just bl- <laughs> dogs is an addendum to blink. They're blinks. I, I think it's up to the DM. I think it's either 30 or 40. Those are the most I, reasonable. I think you, you go 40. All right, I'll go 40. Because you're a quadrupedal, and I think that makes you go a little faster. Okay. Uh, you can, in fact, run towards the mine. The whole time I go, yeah, 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 yeah. No one stops you. You're at the mine entrance. Nice. Is it lit? Yeah, it's litty. All right. So the, you said the opening's natural. It's like just a big cave basically right now. Yeah. And there's like torches or um, lanterns or something. Yeah. All right. I just start running down the mine. Okay. Uh, you get into a big chamber and there are three branching paths. One that's like 130 degrees to your left, one that's straight ahead, and one that's 90 to your right. 132 my a left? sharp turn. I think he doesn't mean 132 my left. I think he means... No, like 130 from your left and front. You're saying the straight one's 180. Yeah, the straight one's 180. So it's 180 minus 130. It's 50 degrees to your left. All right, I got it. I really wish I had some of those left, right, center dice right now. I'm going to roll D six. One and two is going to be left... Left it is. Let's go, baby. Did you like how I didn't even tell you what center and, and right were? I just... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds I mean, like you fudged it, man. It sounds like three, four would have been center and five, six would have been right. That's what you think, but we'll never know because I rolled a two. Okay. Uh, so you run to the left. You get maybe 40 feet down that pathway and you hear a buzzing sound. Like an electric buzz or like a bee? It's hard to discern because it's kind of a little bit of both. And it's maybe not really electric. Or like my base isn't grounded properly. Hmm. That might be a little closer. Wait, that's an electric buzz. It's like a hum. No, it's yeah. an electric base. All right. Well, then I start sniffing around. Okay. Make a perception. Dude, argue for advantage because your nose good. I've got good smells. Can I get advantage? Yeah. All right. I almost had a one, but instead I have a five. Okay. Um... You don't smell anything out of the ordinary. It's just normal cave smells. Um, I assume there's like loose dirt on the ground and stuff, and like the mm-hmm. less tread part of the path. Yeah, like I cold dust. Roll all in that shit. Get it up nice and all over you. Yeah. Are yeah. you now black because it's coal dust? Uh, is it like coal dust or? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of coal dust in there. Oh yeah, here comes black lung baby. Let's go. <laughs> well, you definitely blend in more now. Yeah. Sure. Makes sense. Anything else? Is there any wood around? Mm. The only wood that you see right here is uh, the minecart ties, the railroad ties. I'll start chewing on one of them. All right. We're going to leave you there for now. Okay. Back to the party. I just want to know, is it the middle of the tie or are you chewing on the, like, the end? I think I start no. on the end. Yeah. I have a clarifying question about the devil, like just outside of the plot. Okay. So this guy's in charge and like Scrapper saw him and I assume... The devil saw a scrapper, but like it was fine. The devil didn't say anything. The devil didn't do anything. I thought the devil was originally tied up, and then the guy said that the devil was in charge. And I was like, the devil's probably not chained up. Then. Yeah, he's not chained up. He just has he just, chains. Yeah. 
He's got chains all in his body. Is that like instead of his clothes or he's like made out of chains partially? Like they're in and under his skin. Gross. Remember in that historic documentary 300 by Zack Snyder? Mm-hmm. Remember when he met Xerxes and he had a bunch of chains to go through his flesh? He was still Wait, like... Wait, like in that the Matrix movie? No, 300. No, 300. Wait, like in that movie where that guy was hanging... And he had chains holding his body up and he had hooks. He had rings in his back. No, no. It's like that. But if the chains weren't suspended and they just go through his nipple and his nose and stuff. So, but like, let's say you go into a room that Xerxes is hanging out in and you like go look at him and you're terrified and you run away. Like, wouldn't Xerxes be like, who was that person? Why yeah, were maybe. they in this room with me? Depends on his personality. Yeah, that's really. what Cliff's in charge of. Okay. But I it's was not, confused about this. Yeah, I think it was confusing because you thought, oh, he's chained up. I did. But he just has yeah. chains like Mr. T. Yeah. Except for Mr. T's chains don't go through his flesh. That's why I brought up Xerxes. There are key differences. Xerxes doesn't have a clockwork hole in his abdomen or mandibles. That you know of. That I remember from the movie. The documentary. That movie. That you noticed. Came out a long time ago. You know, it's been years. Yeah. Maybe CG wasn't good enough to do that back then. It was good enough to make abs. You guys are all meeting up at the bottom of the stairs. Is uh, Big Guy going to tell us what he discussed with? Oh, yeah. I come down the stairs and I'm like, guys, I just, I had a meeting with the guy. And yeah, so did we. We were there. No, 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 no. You like ran away and we had this plan. I went to go get Scrapper. She ran for the hills. I'm not scared. Yeah, it's okay, buddy. It's good. It's okay. Clear lie. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you gonna roll deception or you're just going to no, let it out there? just going to leave it. Anyway, I talked to him, and um, he's got a plan, and I could tell you about it, and we could try and help. Okay, tell us about the plan. Okay. I whisper, because I don't know if this guy can hear us, or our thoughts, or whatever, and I'm like... Do you want to talk about this farther away? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, let's go get Lars. Okay. I would just like to say that, like, if you whisper... And he can hear your thoughts. Whispering isn't going to help. I don't know. He seems like he's powerful. I'm like really excited about the idea of moving farther away. Okay, let's walk towards get large. But yeah, and we'll I'll go to the stable. You. So on the way to the stable, I'm like, okay, he said that this guy could be bound. Or we could like, there's some sort of spell he's got set up and it's in the mine. But we haven't bound any other devil. Like, every other devil we just sent back to hell, and then all the other devils they summoned got sent back to hell. I don't know. But that's a, he said he's got it started. We just have to lure it to the mines. Okay. I mean, this one's a lot tougher than all the other ones. I will tell you that, Wendy. I know you didn't see him, but he has four more arms than any previous devil. Wow. He also said he didn't want to leave. Like, it would be hard to get him to go, because he's, you know newly promoted or something how do you lure a devil does that in the pamphlet should we look maybe we can get like um something that has a lot of handles you know what i mean because you know how you like to grab things with handles if you had six times six well three times as many arms you know what i mean you'd probably be really into handle things i'm gonna pull out my pamphlet and i'm gonna look up chain devils okay does it say anything about what they're into aside from chains Okay, first do an investigation for the pamphlet. 14. The pamphlet only tells you that they use their chains to frighten other beings and try and drive them before them. That's all the real information you can get out of it. What did that guy at the library tell you, big guy? Nothing. Yeah, we, remember we read those books? We In the last town, in Ludunk, there was an old dwarven librarian. Maybe he's from this town. We should have kept in contact with him, you know? I thought I'm a postcard. Uh, he gave us that secret devil book, and it said that they have a weakness to magic items and silver, and you should know their name. And I wrote something about an eternal grudge, and that's all the notes I have. Okay. Maybe we can get a silver chain and give it to him, and then when he puts it on... And we drag him. Oh, yeah, but we, we gotta coat it, it so he thinks it's just a regular kind. Yeah, we'll spray a nice thin veneer of gold on it. Oh, yeah, make him think it's like nice bling looking cool. Make him think it's like nickel cadmium. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we go to the, what's that shop called? The general store. Let's grab Lars just in case he gets eaten by the devil. Okay. Since no one gives a fuck anymore in this town. All right, we go to the, get the, go to the stable. Okay, you go into the stable. Where's that guy? He's not there Stable right now. Stable boy. Stable boy. Hello? There's no response. 
Perfect. That's great. We can go get Lars. Okay, you go in. We look for Lars. Roll of perception. 12. 20. 11. No one sees Lars. Dude, he's gone. What? I feed Valerie a carrot. Which one is he? Was he in? Do we know which one he was in? He was just tied to one of the posts, but that tying happened after you were there. So, so there's no rope one. or anything left? That motherfucker oh, took him for where's a walk. His, where's his rod that he was chewing on? Still attached to the pole. It was like halfway down. Oh, here's his rope. Is this him? Wait, well, how, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, that's, that's a lie. The rope is still on him. It, okay, where's his chewing? Is his chewing thing there? Yeah, it's beside the bale of hay. I think the stable boy stole our drummer. He's going to try and start his own rival band. Wait, hold on. Maybe he just took him for a walk. You have to walk gerbils. Everybody knows that. We didn't tell him to take him for a walk. Yeah, but he said he cares about animals. Let's not assume the worst in everybody. I want to investigate the chewing stick that he chews on and the area where the chewing stick is. Okay. What are you hoping to find? To see which way he went. Okay. Roll an investigation. 18. 18. Uh, so the stable does have some muck on the floor and you cannot see gerbil paws going in. You see some going out gerbil tracks, but not out the door, going into the stables and none going back out into the stables, like farther back. Yeah. You can see them go up and down, but it's kind of hard to discern further in. Okay. Guys, I, it looks like you didn't leave through the door. Maybe Slane came in and, 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 Kate, and took him or ate maybe him. Maybe he carried, maybe Stable Boy carried Lars because Lars gets scared. You think it was, there was no storm though. Was that's there why, a storm? That's why know. they always tell you not to let your pets outside because some giant hawk is going to come down and steal them out of the sky. Like yeah, a like rock. A, like a ham hawk. <sighs> oh my. Okay, well let's go look for him. Anybody have like a find finding spell? I could summon my unseen servant to go look in a different direction for him. I speak with dead. Uh, you no, think he's dead? No. Just trying to help. Okay, I'm like, I tell Crow, I'm like, can you go fly up and look around for him? Yeah, sure. Okay, he flies up, right? Yeah. We go outside. He's going to look for him. All right. He, he looks around for a little while. It's going to be a couple minutes. Okay. All right. Well, let's, while Crow's looking, what were we doing? We're trying to get a chain. To entice the, we need a silver chain. We're trying to lure the devil to the mines, right? Mm-hmm, Maybe mm-hmm. we should just create like a big hullabaloo about something that's happening there. The, like the devil, map. like we don't even need to like lure him. We just create like a big event that the devil feels like he needs to personally oversee what's happening. We could burn like down so. that shack and they have to have their parties in their mandatory Friday parties. In the mines. Hey, here's an idea, Kevin. I know that you really like arson, but what about this? What if we just go talk to the union representation, the organizers, and we say, hey, there's a devil in charge of the town, and we should all move our strike to the mine, and then the devil will have to come to the mine to address the striking workers who aren't working. And we'll leave a treasure map that'll lead him in. Yeah, and then he'll go for the ch- he'll go for the chain. I don't even know if we need. I think that maybe instead of a chain, maybe he'd be enticed by making the workers mine. I turn to Kemen and I put my hand on his shoulder. I say, "Big guy, I know you really like the treasure map idea, but we gotta focus on one concept here. We can't do all the concepts. We it's just do really one hard because I just what? Where's Lars? You know? I know it's okay." It's okay. We'll find the stable boy. He's probably walking him. I'm sure it's fine. What was his name? Red. He's probably with Red. No, Red is the boy who painted our wagon. Let's go find Janice. Joplin. No. You think she lives in the general store too? I think she lives somewhere and she seems to be in charge of this organization. So let's talk to her and see if we can convince them to go to the mine. Or else maybe we'll need a new plan if they won't play along. Okay. That's fine. Good? I put my hand in. I do nothing. I look at the other two, like, back and forth for a long time. And then I, by myself, lower my hand and say, go. And then I raise my hand and I say, team. And then I turn around and walk out of the stable looking for Janice. Okay, I follow. But I'm looking for Lars and Crow. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Crow flies back down to you and says, no sign. Oh, guys, Crow didn't see anything. Thanks, Crow. Anytime. 
Maybe Janice has seen him. I think we should go to the town center and see if she's still there. Perfect. Uh, you walk over to the town center, and um, as you get there, you can see all of the people of the town kind of pouring out the doors, kind of going back to their homes and stuff. I look for Janice. You don't see her outside anywhere. Go inside. Yeah. Okay. You go back in, and you can see her kind of um, cleaning up. You can see what she was standing on. It was a pool table. Uh, yeah, she's just putting, straighten things out from the meeting. Oh, hey, Janice. Janice? Excuse me, Janice? Yes? Excuse me? Yes? Oh, hey, um, we Arbiters 3 have returned from our meeting with... Robert Barron. Robert Barron. Okay, how did it go? Not I make great. a face that shows a lot of the teeth on my bottom teeth. And I'm go, pacing behind her. You're, you're like encircling her? No, I'm pacing back and forth nervously. Oh, okay. Behind Scrapper. Behind, behind Scrapper. Okay. Unclear antecedents, Emily. Everyone in this podcast gets yelled at for all the time. What's an antecedent? Oh my God. Oh my God. What's a participle? Oh my God. What's a past? Oh my God. <laughs> hey, our negotiations are have broken down a little. Here's the good news. Robert's on our side. I don't believe that for a second. Well, tell me if you want to hear the bad news second or now. Because I already told you the good news. Well, now is as good as time as ever. Uh, he's not really calling the shots in this town. And how do you suppose that? Well, he has a freakishly large devil with six arms, mandibles, uh, fish hooks, and like chains holding his eyeballs open, an abdominal clockwork hole. It's very terrifying. You don't want to see it. I've heard it's quite freaky. Well, that's a new one. Yeah. I haven't seen any other devils around here in the past couple weeks, so... Well, I don't know if you know this about us, and then we take a stance. Well, I start to take a stance, and I help my band backs me up. And I say, we are actually devil hunters, the band Dream Lancer. I keep pacing, and, I, and I'm like, yeah, 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 and I keep pacing. That's true. That's true. I keep pacing. I cross my arms. That's a long name. My name's Scrapper Keyfist, and I hold my hand out to shake. She uh, shakes her hand. Okay, well, we've been hunting devils in this region for about two or three weeks now. And we were commissioned by the commission to do so. What commission? The commission. You never heard of the commission? No. They wear trench coats. Sometimes they have sleeves. I keep pacing. They seem totally trustworthy. Well, um, yeah, uh, yes. Yes, because we're part of them. Yes. Well, where are your trench coats then? They're coming in the mail. Like we just order, joined. You know, you can't expect everything to happen all at once. There's a devil They've invasion. Been two or three weeks, and you can't get a trench coat. Yeah, yeah, but we've been traveling. Yeah, they're on back order. We just joined. We're traveling constantly. It's a difficult post office code to get right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and there's a training period too, where you don't. I think you get your trench coat once you become a commissioner knight, and we're still commissioner padawans. It sounds like a lot of bullshit, but... Well, anyway... You know what's bullshit is fucking healthcare. I keep pacing. Yeah, don't have any of that. Yeah, well, let me tell you, if we get rid of this devil, I think the chances of you getting that added as arbiters, our professional opinion is the chances of you getting that added to the contract will greatly increase if we can get this devil out of here. So what's your plan? What do you want? Okay, I think... The devil's main goal is to force you guys into labor where you don't get paid. So this strike is killing it. It's killing the devil. He's going to get fired. You know how it is, obviously. When devils get fired, they get sent back to hell. He just got promoted. You know, you know. Yeah, to, I keep yeah. pacing. Yeah, he's trying to make a good name. I didn't name. know that could happen. I thought they were just eternal. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to go to the experts from the commission to learn these things. We don't blame you. Would you like a pamphlet? Uh, she accepts a pamphlet. <laughs> I stopped pacing, and I'm like, do you guys have a library? No. No libraries here. I keep pacing. So we want you to organize all the people in the town to go deep in the mine and continue the strike. We're not going to work down there, but we need to take rations and water so we can survive for days and days. That will lure the devil down, and once the devil's down in the mine, we can spring our trap. It seems too dangerous. There are collapsed areas of that mine. I can't put people into that much danger. Mm. Well, what if all the people just leave the town? Have you seen the guards posted? Aren't there only four? At any one time, but it's not like they don't communicate. Mm. If everyone starts moving, they'll mobilize. Any single person dying from those guards is unacceptable to me. 
What if you kill the guards? Also kind of not into murder. Do you have some dynamite? Well, yeah, I guess. Maybe we should just explode the caves and that will draw the devil. Oh, attack the mines themselves yeah. instead of the labor. That's not a bad idea. That way nobody gets hurt, you know what I'm saying? Let's do that. Okay, can we have some dynamite, please? Well, you'll need someone to help you set it up. Anybody uh, want to volunteer for that? Do you have a demolitions <laughs> expert? Craig might help us. Craig the demo man? Yes. All right, let's get Craig in here. Yeah, where can we find this Craig? Well, let's go over to his house. Craig's Crag? Is that what it's called? Well, I'd say house, but he kind of lives in the barracks. He's, He's a, a soldier? No, no, no. It's like communal housing. Oh. Oh, that's just what you like, call like, Yeah, there. Okay. I, I don't know the word for it. All right, cool. Let's head off to the barracks. Okay. Oh, and have you seen that guy, Red? Uh, Red never... I don't Stable know any Reds. Stable boy. Stable boy? I wonder how he's doing. I haven't seen him in a couple days. In a couple days? Wait. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I see everybody every day. I look at Wendy with wide eyes and I say, do you think he was a ghost the whole time? Maybe. I don't know. I didn't touch him. I look over at Kemen. I look back at Scrapper. I sure hope Lars is okay. What if you guys go with her and I go look for Lars? Yeah, okay. But how will we find you if we find Lars? I don't know. Can you send Raven with us? And then if we find him, we'll send Who Raven. Who the fuck is Raven? Crow. <laughs> can we send, can you send Crow with us? And we'll tell Crow to come back if we find Lars. You mean totally Raven? That's going to be my next familiar. This is a Raven named totally. All right. That sounds good. Just come back and check with us. Yeah. It's where are you, where are you headed? Which way? We're going to the barracks. Okay, do I know where that is in the town? Uh, there's a, a couple communal housing buildings. Cool. I'll meet you guys. Okay, good luck. Thanks. You too. Has Stable Boy been a ghost this whole time? Is Lars lost forever? Why isn't the automata in the pamphlet? Is blowing up the mine good for the miners? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. Show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. <laughs>